Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 427. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about unlocking core memories, creating core memories. And I want to talk about this idea in the context of gratitude and the idea of taking back power and control in your life. We'll start with good old gratitude. Uh, gratitude is on page one of the self-help manual, but as I get older, as much as it is cliche to say, I can't help but realize that we need to. We need to find a way to be more grateful, to practice gratitude. We have to, because otherwise we're going to look back one day way too late and we're going to say, I regret not being grateful when I had so much to be grateful for. We have to find a way to do this, to practice gratitude more often. And unfortunately, gratitude is one of those things where you can't fake the funk. You can't say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, sure. I'm grateful for the blue sky and, and coffee and, and friends. You can't just say it, you have to mean it. You know, unless you mean it, you don't get the actual effect of gratitude. And the effect of gratitude is why we practice gratitude in the first place. And the effect is that all powerful, full body, mind, and soul sense of calm and presence, just being and existing and not rushing, just being at ease in the moment, your body and mind together in the same moment, in the same place, experiencing the same thing. That's why we practice gratitude, to get the benefit of gratitude. You know, we practice gratitude so we can stop rushing, so we can stop guilting ourselves or shaming ourselves, so we can finally be proud of ourselves, so we can finally be rather than seem. And I really like that that phrasing, to be rather than to seem. 
we practice gratitude as a way to take back control of our lives and to be rather than to seem. We practice gratitude as a way to narrate our lives in our heads, to narrate our lives, to assign value to the moments that we decide are worthy of it. Not someone else, not someone else's expectations or their labels, but on our own because we're living and we're in the moment. That's why we practice gratitude. And when we practice gratitude in the way that I'm, I'm going to describe in this episode, we learn to be rather than to seem. To be rather than to seem. And I, I like this phrase because it describes a state of being where we are happy and content rather than trying to achieve something, a goal, a timeline, a comparison that would seemingly make us happy and content. It's a state where we are truly and tangibly proud of ourselves rather than thinking or hoping that someone or something will one day give us a reason to be proud of ourselves. And that is what true gratitude does. It empowers us to be rather than to seem. It empowers us in the moment through our own narration to be rather than to seem. And so I'm really drawn to this idea of unlocking core memories as a means to be grateful and to do all this stuff that I'm describing here. Maybe you've heard of this phrase, core memories. Uh, a core memory is just what it sounds like. It's a formative memory. It's a formative event that is tied to a strong emotion. Your first plane ride, your first baseball game, getting married, skydiving, graduating college, getting your first job, whatever, right? Core memories, pivotal, fundamental memories. And this phrasing, core memory, it's actually an idea from Pixar uh, and the Pixar movie Inside Out. The opening narration of that movie goes as follows. It's, it goes, these are called core memories. Each one, come, each one came from a super important moment in Riley's life, like when she first scored a goal. That was so amazing. And each core memory powers a different aspect of Riley's personality. So core memories represent events that are certainly more important and more formative than your, you know, run-of-the-mill memory. These are memories that you look back on and you say, wow, that, that was big. That moment was big. That moment was special. And as with all things I feel like I talk about recently, this idea of core memories has really taken off on TikTok where people will post a video with a this like special core memory audio over it and it becomes this very like emotional and nostalgic video of a memory that now in retrospect is labeled as a core memory because we realize in looking back that it is core. It's core to a personality trait. It's core to a journey. It's core to a worldview. It's core to who you are. It's core to the journey you're on. It's core to who you are. And so lately, I've been seeing a lot of these TikToks, and I'm really into it. I'm really into it, not just as a means of, you know, being nostalgic and appreciative and looking back and getting a, a warm and fuzzy feeling, but more so because I've realized that this idea of core memories, unlocking core memories, this is the key to gratitude. It's the key to gratitude if we can realize we're unlocking core memories while we're unlocking them instead of just, you know, posting a video in retrospect. And here's what I mean by that. I saw one of those core memory TikToks the other day that it struck, it struck me specifically in particular. It struck me because it was a bystander filming a street. I think it was in Barcelona. And the video focused on these two women, you know, young women in their 20s doing like a little dance together in the street. Like they were singing and dancing and just being happy and, and present and in the moment. And this person filmed it, thought it was cute, I suppose, and posted it with the caption that said, without realizing it, these two women just unlocked a core memory. 
And what struck me about that was the, the phrase, without realizing it. Without realizing it, these two women just unlocked the core memory. And I saw that and I was like, wow, that's so freaking true. That's so true. It's so true about most of our core memories in that we don't realize we're creating them while we're creating them. We realize it in retrospect. And that's okay, of course, because sometimes we don't realize the value of something until later. But it kind of begged the question in my head, how would life be different if we acknowledged we were unlocking a core memory in the moment while we were doing it? How would that change things? Well, to my point here, I think it would supply us with an immediate dose of gratitude. If you're in a moment and you're able to take a step back and say, this is a core memory, I don't think then your head, your presence, your appreciation could possibly be anywhere other than that moment. Just through that, just through that realization, this is a core memory. This is a core memory. And lately I've been really intentional about this idea. Not like going around desperately trying to create core memories or assigning relevance and importance to, to moments that maybe don't deserve it, but I've been keeping this phrase in my back pocket and in moments where I feel my presence drift, where I'm in one place with my body and another with my mind, in a moment where I know I should be grateful, I know I should be grateful, I look to this term. There's something about words, right? I'm an author. I have an intimate relationship with words. It's something about saying this is a core memory. It, it has really struck me lately. So I keep this phrase in my back pocket, core memory, and I ask myself, hey, Case, is this a core memory? Should this be a core memory? Can you make this a core memory? And the more I ask myself this, the more I've come to realize that the answer is, yeah, yeah, this is a core memory. I decide in this moment to narrate my own life. I decide in this moment to say, this moment is special. This moment is meaningful, and I'm grateful for this moment. This moment is a memory that I am deciding right now is worthy of my presence and appreciation. I am, a, I am deciding right now in this moment that this is a core memory. And, you know, I've been doing this a lot. And not only does this help align me in the present and help me take back control, but it makes me grateful to the point of this episode. And perhaps those things go hand to hand, right? Taking back control, assigning personal relevance and compassion to a moment that makes me grateful because it shows that I get to decide this and nothing and no one can take that from me. And in that moment, narrating my own journey, it makes me grateful. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately 
as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple. Maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. A couple of examples here. I was thinking about this. I, I went on a uh, two-week family vacation the other week, and there were so many moments where I was like, man, you know, I, I got I to, I should be working right now, or I just got to fire up Instagram and browse, right? You know, kind of like a, a conditioned response to being bored or to want to, you know, escape family, you know, just how family can be. But in those moments, I was always struck by how meaningless that desire to escape made the moment, that my own narrative encouraged me to escape the moment, a moment that I realized was a core memory. Standing on the beach with my family, just standing there, playing board games with my family, dinner with my family, core moments that are so easy to escape. And the way I came back to the moment was saying, hey, I am deciding right now that this is a core memory. This is a core memory because one day, frankly, I and my family won't have the ability to create another one like this. And so I am deciding right now that this is a core memory, right? Or another example, yesterday, for instance, hot off the press, I was in Austin. I was speaking at an event run by my friend Devin, and he was introducing me as I stood in front of, of these people. I was leading a mindfulness and journaling session. It was like 50, 60, 70 people there, and he was giving them the rundown on myself. And as I was standing there just kind of looking over everyone, I said in my head, I said, I am deciding right now that this will be a core memory. This is, this will be a core memory because I am deciding it's a core memory. Looking out over the people as I'm about to speak, this is a core memory because one day I will have done, you know, hundreds of these types of events and the spark will probably have become a bit more dull. But now, right now, in this moment, I am present and I am assigning value and core narration to this moment. I am deciding that it is a core memory. It's a core memory because I decide it's a core memory. And that is the power we all have. We decide which moments are core memories because we assign value to them. Not someone else, not randomness, not in retrospect 10 years from now, not when you know we no longer have the ability to do that same thing or recreate that same experience, but today, as we live in that moment today. We have the ability with our narration to say, this is a core memory. And I think immediately that will give you that gratitude in the moment. And I was also thinking about this idea from the point of contrast. Not all core memories are vibrant, filled with life and positive. Frankly, you know, it's tough. It's tough to have to realize it, but I can recall core memories in my life that were not good core memories, but they were the catalyst for growth and change. And as much as those types of core memories suck, right, a breakup, uh, you know, some bad experience, loss, pain, betrayal, frustration, 
I think those moments are also worthy of presence and narration and assignment of them being core memories while we're in them, because that's what makes those moments matter. If they don't matter, if we don't say they matter, then what's the point? And in the case of like core negative memories, saying they matter, being in the moment and assigning it value is how you empower yourself to never go back or recreate moments like that again. And that is how you take back control of your life amidst likely a moment that you didn't want to happen in the first place. So you're making it matter. You're giving it relevance so that you never go back to it again. And as tough as it sounds, you know, that's you saying, I am in, unfortunately, in this core moment right now. And I'm going to feel how I need to feel. I am in this moment so that I know what it feels like, so that I know I never have to go back. You know, it's like the power of contrast is something I talk a lot about on the podcast, right? Contrast shows you what you don't deserve, the opposite of goodness, what you don't want. But those are moments of power if we treat them as such, if the narration in our head follows that, right? To sit in that moment and say, this is the last time I will feel this way. To kind of simmer in it, frankly, for a couple moments and say, I will never feel this way again. I do not deserve to feel this way. I will not align my identity with the way I feel right now. And there's power in that kind of mentality and owning that moment as a core formative memory. Because similar again to how gratitude gives you back power in life where life can be chaotic and filled with rushing, owning a core negative memory and saying, here is what I'm going to do with this moment and this feeling, that is how you take your power back a core negative memory, feeling lost and unlovable after a you know blindsiding breakup. I promised myself to never allow someone to rob me of my worth. Feeling like a failure after you know a business flop. I promised myself that this moment will only make me work harder and this doesn't change who I am. Feeling disappointed in yourself after letting yourself down. I promised myself I won't do this again, but right now I promise to be soft and understanding. In the moment, owning the narration. I think really that's what I'm talking about here in our heads, owning the narration. That is what gratitude is about. That is what growth is about, owning the narration. And that's why I really like this idea of core memories. It's a label. We're talking about two words here. It's a label, a core memory. We decide which moments get that label. We decide through our narration which ones they are, because we're in control. In the face of nonstop distractions in life, constant comparison, rushing through life, we can say, this is a moment I will look back on and appreciate. So right now I am deciding and I am saying that this is a core memory and I will treat it as such. I am here and I am present. Or on the opposite, again, contrast, in the face of disappointment or pain or hurt, we can say, this is a moment that is a turning point. This is a catalyst for change, for better or for different or for simpler. So right now I am saying this is a core memory and I will treat it as such. I am here. I am present. And that's all I want to do with this episode. I just want to encourage you to carry around this phrase with you in your pocket and turn to it. Core memory. It's like lately I've been encouraging you to turn to other words like epoche, which means, you know, pausing and not passing judgment or misogi. I must act. I must act. Here's another one for you. Core memory. Is this a core memory? Will this be a core memory? Can I make this a core memory? Can I take back control by saying this is a core memory for one reason or another? Can you? Yes? No? Well, either way, then that is at least you deciding to be prominent in how you narrate your own life. 
you decide to narrate your life. And that is the key, I really believe, to being grateful and in control. You decide to narrate your life from your point of view. This meaning, this moment is meaningful to me. This moment is rewarding for me. This moment is empowering. This moment is a spark for change. That is your narration. It's not someone else's. It's yours. It's not someone else assigning worth or value to your life. It's not someone else taking worth or value from your life. It's your core memory because you decide it's your core memory. And the greatest power we have in life is to be fully in the moments we live, not just in retrospect or as a source of nostalgia on TikTok, but currently and presently in those moments, narrating them as a way to give us gratitude and control back in our lives. So that's it. I want it right there. Just something to think about. If this was helpful, I'd be super grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. And if you can take 40 seconds right now, if you're still listening, and give the show a five-star rating and review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down to the bottom, hit five stars, then write a quick review. If you're on Spotify, scroll up, tap five stars, and that's it. But thank you so much for doing that. Uh, it's really helpful, and I appreciate it. But that's it. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.